When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to Clar & Company with Michael Clar. Brought to you by PlayColorado.com. Saturday mornings at 8. Welcome back. Uh, big second hour here on Clar and Company, brought to you by PlayColorado.com. Can it be bigger than the first? The first <laughs> oh, was huge. Could, it couldn't it be huge. bigger. It couldn't be bigger. But it, it could, could be, be as, as big. big. Yes, yeah, it could be as big. But uh, who knows? He's Mark Knutson talking big. Big. Again. Talking big. <laughs> He's the day. big guy. It's New Year's Day. We're talking big. <laughs> Former pitcher for the Colorado Rockies and other major league teams, formerly permanently called. The word is journeyman. Show. Okay, that's the word journeyman. That's the word. <laughs> Well, we like to we we like to not call you names. You know, when you're a co-host, <laughs> we'll call you names when Just you're don't not call co-host. Me late. When I can't, when I'm not in the mm-hmm. same room okay. with a guy who's like six foot six. All right. So, uh, and uh, we'll tell you this hour brought to you by the Colorado Sun, the award-winning digital news site, independent, locally owned, always nonpartisan, uh, in, incredible newsletters, uh, accomplished journalists. Um, you, you guys will love these. Start reading the Colorado Sun online, coloradosun.com. This week in the Colorado Sun, a story on the labor laws regarding COVID and vaccination mandates. These are confusing to businesses. Hmm. They go in national to local government. Employers are struggling to understand these. Check out the article by Tamara Chuang. Uh, and Coloradans have dominated the qualifiers. They haven't picked a team yet. For the, Olympic, uh, for the Olympics, and there should be a huge Colorado presence on those. Check out the article about that uh, by Colin Bain in the ColoradoSun.com. And on that note, we welcome in one of our buddies and often a co-host on this show. He is Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair. Uh, read him at PlayColorado.com. Uh, also, 
He's at Mile High Report Radio Podcast with his partner, Adam Malnati, and Happy New Year, Ian. Happy New Year, guys. And the fact that I'm on the second hour means that it is going to be a bigger hour. How about okay. that? All right. Well, <laughs> hey, he's boasting. He's got to back it up. I, I, bet he's, up. I bet he's got his shoulder pads on That's as right. we prepare to talk about the Denver Broncos. We'll start with 2022. I, there's all kinds of changes brewing here. We started the show uh, earlier on uh, talking about new ownership and what you'd like to see. New coaches, perhaps, would be the next topic. New players, everybody's demanding that. Um, what, what's your, what's your uh, initial view of 2022 for the Denver Broncos? And then maybe we'll go beyond. So just looking at it, I think there's a couple of things that are going to happen. I, I think there's going to be a new quarterback, whether it's Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is more of a pipe dream at this point, but we'll see. I, I think he'll end up staying in Green Bay. But I think Russell Wilson is uh, a potential future quarterback of the Denver Broncos. I think Peyton Manning is going to have some sort of role in this franchise, whoever the new owner is going to be. If I had my preference, that new owner will be Jeff Bezos. But as has been this, the case on the show for previous months, it, we'll, we'll see. I, I think that's the way of the, the future for the Broncos in 2022. I think the good news is that Joe Ellis will have no part in it. I think Joe, John Elway will have no part in it. And we'll start to get some new blood in here and finally some accountability in this team and a new owner, which is, I've been saying this for, for months. I've been saying it for years that the only way the Broncos are going to get back is to have some accountability at the top, to have an owner who knows what he's doing. And having Peyton Manning involved is going to help in that. In that, So I think those are the three things that I think are going to happen. And I think whether or not a new head coach comes in, a new general manager potentially, who knows? I don't know if a new owner is going to come in and, and want to keep George Payton or not. Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of questions in the air, but I think we're going to finally start to get some resolution in 2022. I'll, I'll give him my predictions, okay? I, I think I, I'm favoring – I still keep putting out the Anschutz name. I think their ties to Denver and their passion for the community, um, if a Christian Anschutz can take over, obviously the family has the money. Um, that would be my preference because I want to see somebody who's competitive, sports-minded, and not bottom-line driven to be the owner of this team. And, and I think they fit that bill. But it could be, you know, any, we're probably, on, to be honest, we probably don't, I've never heard the name of who's going to own the team. It's not going to be John Malone. Well, it, we've probably never heard of him. You know, the good news is Anschutz does have a community oh, absolutely. Huge reputation. Presence. Huge presence here. You know, Huge. I mean, but, but I mean concern yes. for, for doing right. those, the, absolutely. those things that don't necessarily bring you wealth. Right. Absolutely right. So the, and I, I think Fangio. I think they keep Fangio next year because they're going to let a new owner make that call. I think Peyton probably is stay. You know, I think he's earned an opportunity to keep this job for a while with his draft and all that. The next head coach, well, there'll be a new offensive coordinator next year. We that's pretty much a given. I think we all think that. But the next head coach, I said earlier in the show, Adam. This is why the first hour was so huge. Jim Harbaugh will be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos. That's my prediction. From my, I have a crystal ball here that's got a lot of cracks in it, but. That's that's what it says. Um, are you? Are I mean, you didn't say you haven't said anything about Fangio. I know he's, he's not your favorite. He's nobody's favorite. Again, he's Wade Phillips 2.0, isn't he? He's a great defensive coach. He's done yeah. great things with the defense, but he's Wade Phillips 2.0. You need some new blood in here with an offensive mindset that can that can you know the Sean McVay type guy or whatever in here. Who do you see that being? I, I think it's Harbaugh. I think Harbaugh's the guy. He comes in, and hires the right people. But you're not a Fangio guy. Who are you in favor of? 
I, I wouldn't say I'm not a Fangio guy. I'm just not a Fangio as a head coach guy. Well put, I, well I don't put. think he knows how to manage. Well put. I don't think he knows how to manage a staff. I don't think he yeah. knows how to manage a game. Yep. I think he knows how to manage a defensive game plan, and I don't think there's anyone in the NFL better at that right now than Vic Fangio. He slowed down every offense, including the Broncos. Young offense, right? He slowed down every offense, including the Broncos. About that, (laughs) yes. Um, In terms of that young offensive coach, I mean, you have a couple of guys out there. Nathaniel Hackett has been thrown around as the Mm -hmm. offensive coordinator for the Packers. Obviously, there's going to be a link to Aaron Rodgers. That's been thrown out by Woody Page and Peter King. Mm I, I we'll see. I I don't know. Just having Pat Shermer involved is not something that is going to be sustainable. And I don't. Even, as we sit here on New Year's Day, I, the fact that Pat Shermer still has a job is mind-boggling to me because he's he's not good at what he does. So I, I think at this point, anybody would be better than Pat Shermer. I don't know about Jim Harbaugh. We'll see. I, I think there's a couple of avenues to go in that route, but I, I, I do, I, I do see it happening, Mark. Where your prediction of sticking with Fangio and George Payton another year, because by the time the new owner is approved at either the March or October league meetings, you're going to be behind the eight ball trying to get the replacement in place for Vic Fangio. So I could see that playing out just based on the fact that it's going to take some time to get the new owner in place. I do think Peyton Manning is going to be involved. And I think that's going to be a huge boon for this organization because it'll be the second time that Peyton Manning will be able to save this franchise after he signed in 2012. (laughs) So, And and perhaps win a Super Bowl without being able to throw the ball a second time. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think, and the thing that will help is, I said this to my wife, the thing that Peyton Manning did, he loves football. And the fact that he's not in it anymore doesn't mean that he's away from it. He still does the Manning Passing Academy. Mm-hmm. So he's been able to look at all the quarterbacks who are going to be coming up. He's been around them since they were kids. He knows great the quarterbacks who are coming who have the potential to be great players. So that having that ability to have the Manning Passing Academy and watching these quarterbacks from the time that they were kids to the time that they are in college is going to be big for this franchise. And whether it's George Payton or not, it'll having that insight and knowledge is going to help so much for the Denver Broncos to find their potential next quarterback if a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers doesn't become available. No, that's a it's a great point. There are two points here. Number one, hiring Pat Shermer is a fireable offense <laughs> <laughs> by itself. Yes. All right. Yes. So that could be one reason why you just. For cause. You fire we're changing cause. owners, but we're not having Fangio back. Yeah. That would be just cause. But let me ask you this. I never hear anybody say this. How much does Denver's offense account for the really good defense? And I mean this. Obviously, when you don't keep the ball, you hurt the defense, right? But. In one sense, the offense here has helped the defense. Teams come in here, and they know they don't have to take chances. As long as they don't turn the ball over, as long as they score 20 points. Uh, the Raiders yeah. turned the ball over and didn't score 20 points yeah. and still won. And, and still won, right. I mean, you don't have to do much. You don't have to take chances. You don't have to push the envelope. You just, mm-hmm. you know, you can just count on the Broncos not being able to score enough to beat you, and in, in, in fact, if the defense doesn't score for the Broncos, they really have to, How much has that contributed to, to Fangio's numbers? 
I, I think it's huge. I, I do think the fact that the offense hasn't been able to do anything is why this team is being held back. I mean, Mark mentioned no, but I'm it. Saying the Raiders opposite. turned it over I, three times. Yeah, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying that Fangio's good defense has everything to do with the fact that teams don't have to do much to win here. I think that's a more testament to how good he is because if they if the Broncos had an offense, that would highlight how it would be the defense is even better. So the fact that he's that they're still doing what they're doing with everyone knowing that the offense isn't any good, I think it's a testament to how, how, how much better he's actually doing as a defensive coordinator. Hmm. I actually think that that means that he's, he is the best defensive mind in football right now because Andy Reid hasn't been able to do anything against his, against his defense. And, and part of that is probably because they know that the offense isn't going to be able to keep up but they still can't do anything. Patrick Mahomes still isn't able to do anything against this defense. The only reason that the Chiefs win these games is because the offense can't do anything. So I I think it's actually the flip side where I think it's actually showing how how good he is as a defensive mind and a defensive coordinator and why it's so imperative that they get the offense figured out. Hey, you know, we we haven't really got to the future here. We only got about thirty seconds left. If you could throw out one prediction about the NFL, the Broncos, where are we in twenty thirty? Quickly. Oh Lord! I hopefully the Broncos have a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. well, they'll have a quarterback, but how good? <laughs> well, will they have drafted? Will they have drafted a decent quarterback by that point? That'll be the franchise will be what 60, 70 years old, eighty years old by that point, and still not have drafted a decent quarterback. Not once in eighty years. I, I think they. I think they'll finally have a franchise quarterback as Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert are on on the on the decline yes. of their career. So I think the Broncos will finally have their franchise quarterback by then. All right, that's great. Hey, we will look for your, all of your game coverage. Oh, we oh, give us a score for tomorrow, for for the uh, for the Raiders, uh, the Raiders for the for the um, Chargers game. I, I think it's I, I I think the Chargers are going to. It, it's going to be a lopsided win for the Chargers coming mm-hmm. off the embarrassing loss to the Texans mm-hmm. and having lost to the Broncos in Week Twelve. I, I think the Chargers are going to. To lay wood to the Broncos on Sunday. How many fans will be in the stands in L.A.? Well, what's the score? Oh. And then we got to go. I, I on the MHR Radio podcast, I predicted forty-one ten. Wow, that is lopsided. Ouch. Wow. All right, my brother, who's become a Charger fan in L.A., will will thank you for that. There, he's the one, huh? He's the one Charger <laughs> fan <laughs> the, in L.A. The, the local <laughs> fan. The one Chargers fan. Yeah. We'll look for your uh, your coverage before and after the game on on Sunday. Thank you. Ian. Thanks, Ian. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Ian St. Clair on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. Up next on winnersandwiners.com hotline, Sean Keeler of the Denver Post opines on where sports are headed into the future. It's our Happy New Year show. Mark Kutz and I are looking into the future. You're listening to Clar and Company with Michael Clark, brought to you by PlayColorado.com. Saturday mornings at 8.